0: Blog Talk
1: Radio Hey, what up Q? What up Radio World? My name is Quincy And this is my show The Talk to Q Radio Show It's almost like posting a blog Except I'm doing it long All here I thank you for having
2: On
0: your show, so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. Cool. I ain't telling you don't screw,
2: Uh, screw and Oh my
1: goodness. Oh,
0: that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what i Cool. Cool. You know we need more shows like Uh, this because people need as much relationship help out here as they can get. Cool.
2: Cool. I was told that. Well, I am pro woman but I'm not anti I know the value of a good man. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that if you want What's going on, man? What up, what up? Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hey, you. How are you?
0: You ain't laying it down. I bring sun and light in every single time.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: it?
1: What's going on, people? All right. I'd like to welcome all of you to another edition of the Talk to You Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we will discuss if you can have a relationship with the rebound chick or dude. We'll also get crystallized and talk about the newest trending topics and more. But first, before we get started with everything, let me explain to you how this show works. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit 1 on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 720 out of 750 starts right after a word from... One of my Listen
2: to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go
0: on and on. Can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers. Last 223,000
1: hours. All right. My thanks to thecrystalshow.com for being down by law with YouTube Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is an amber on'm talk to you radio show. No experts, just opinions. you'll have to kind of excuse me a little bit now because i um kind of getting over I don't know about lost my voice or what's going on, but uh kind of been fading away from me, I'm kind of uh not feeling my best today. I think I might have had a little bout with food poisoning, but um. After a day of sitting around and watching American Dad reruns and I'm watching CNN, which is just as comical as American Dad Well, really, that's not funny um, I'm kind of feeling a little bit better, but I'm trying to get back to 100% But uh, let's go ahead and let me go to the phone lines, And I will go to the 517 area code to the Motor City of Detroit, to welcome on the author, the show host the show legend, Mr. Crystal Hickerson. What's happening, Chris?
2: Thank you. How
1: are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you doing?
2: Well, I'm fine. You don't sound so good, although I didn't realize you were sick until you said something. You sound fine.
1: Oh. Well, thank you very much, and so glad to hear your voice again or whatever we missed in yeah. the past couple of weeks. But it's always a good thing to have you in the mix, because I, I look at you like a co-host almost. I mean, it's like <laughs> if you're not here, then did the, the show really happen, you know? Like a tree falling Aww. in the woods. So, <laughs> glad to have you. Yeah. All right, and we go from the longest show legend intro to, you know, one of the shortest, <laughs> to the 850 area code. The Emerald Coastline of North Florida. Welcome on the man in black, making his way to the ring.
0: What up, Buck? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Glad to have Crystal back oh, on. Oh, well, black man. Girl.
2: Hey, how you doing, Buck?
1: Outstanding. Yeah, Buck, I feel like your intro should play like in about another two or three seconds. I might to add a little <laughs> bit. Oh, uh, I'm just saying... I know All, All right. right So, so Great end. Before we get into The main topic of the show You know what time it is It's time to get
2: crystallized
1: It's time to get crystallized
0: Damn it! I, know, man. Yeah, I get hyped like every time I hear time. that song. <laughs> I get hyped up, man. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: well, thank you, Damn Sierra, too, for
2: that. <laughs> no, that's Sierra's song. I mean, one of the few songs that you know. I don't even know that that many people know about that song that much, actually, because when I when I found it, I was you know. Um, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. This will work. And I never heard it before. <laughs> so that was a few years back. So do all know the days of Sierra, but she's okay, I guess. All right. Well, let's get into what's happening to people current. <laughs> um, well, first of all, before I go into what everybody's been talking about, um, let's just talk about some things that kind of just happened. Um, first of all, sad news. Um, Natalie Cole's son uh, died at the age of 39 uh, just uh, yesterday. He uh, was found dead um, at home and he it, it was found because it just seems that he had a heart attack. So nothing dramatic people, so no drugs, no anything like that. Um, And they feel that, you know, his father had died when he was only 34 of a heart attack. So they're thinking it's hereditary kind of a heart disease, which heart disease is a hereditary thing when it comes to severity. So um, Robert Yancey was his name. And so unfortunately, yeah, he died. um, Well, actually, it was early this morning, 2.30 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Only
1: 39. You say, that's it. It is, yeah, right it. Yeah, it is.
2: It is. I mean, you know, you know, Natalie Cole, um, of course, she died not too long ago. What was it? What was it um, 2015, I think it was. Um,
1: yeah,
2: uh-huh. It wasn't too when, long ago. When she died. So, yeah, it wasn't uh, a couple of years ago. Of course, she did die of, you know, drug addiction, mm. um, things like that. That was a cause of... Drug addiction. She died of heart failure as well, um, which is congestive heart failure. But it was because she had battled for so long with drugs and with his own father dying of heart disease. I mean, it's like you know this poor guy probably didn't have a chance. You know, I mean, um, regarding his heart, which is unfortunate. And you know, um, but that's one thing that was that had came up today, which was. You know, kind of sad with everything that's going on. Um, yeah. Another, this is just going to be a sad report, I'm sorry, but um, a stunt woman for Deadpool. You know, Deadpool is doing uh, a number two. <laughs> okay, sorry. But Deadpool is coming out with another, <laughs> with another movie. Um, and so they have, and, you know, if you saw the first Deadpool, it was you know amazing, lots of stunts, just outrageous stunts. Crazy, mm-hmm. but it was amazing. It was it's an amazing movie, hilarious. Um, but um, so they're obviously going to continue to have as many stunts as they had in the first movie. But unfortunately, um, one of their stunt ladies did die. Her name was Joy Harris. Um, she was an African American um, female motorcycle stunt driver, and she was doing a stunt, and for some reason the brakes didn't work or she didn't apply the brakes. Not, they're not sure exactly what had happened. Of course, it happened very fast, and she just kept going when she was supposed to stop, and she went mm. you know, full force into a glass wall um, across from where she was supposed to land. So it, it's quite horrible. If you want to see the, some of the pictures, or one of the pictures anyway, um, of her and of the crash, you can check it out and dot net, But, you know, really sad. And I would like to read what uh, Ryan Reynolds, you know, of course, who is the star of uh, Deadpool, said. He said, today we tragically lost a member of our crew while filming Deadpool. He says, we're heartbroken, shocked, and devastated. But we recognize nothing can compare to the grief and inexplicable pain that her family and loved ones must feel in this moment. Uh, so it's just, you know, really sad. She's a lovely woman and so sad that her, she lost her fight today. But doing what she loved, you know, doing, you know, her, her job, you know, unfortunately something went wrong and we're not sure what. But, you know, this has been happening a lot lately um, with more and more kind mm-hmm. of death Going on with some of the stunts, I don't know. If it's because the stunts are getting bigger. They don't want to let go and go CGI. You know, I mean, because there is CGI. People, <laughs> realize right. that. You know, you don't have to do it. And I think Let's it was get it animated. The other day, um, Tom Cruise. I think he was doing an, yet another Missionary Fucking Impossible, and which I haven't seen any of those. And he, um, he hurt awesome. himself. Hurt, I think he hurt his leg or something like that. You know, he's okay. Yeah. Um, but he does his own stunts. You know, kind of a thing. He, I mean, the man is 50, what, 54, 55, whatever years old, and he's still out there doing his own stunts, which is great. But come on, you know, you break a hip.
1: Yeah, he um, tried to jump from one gone. building to another, and he, he, yeah, and he fell short, <laughs> and his knee banged up against the side of the building, and uh. So it's yeah, yeah it's it's kinda of rough right now. But it's sad to hear about Joy. She was um when I understand one of the first black women to do uh motocross racing. You don't see too many black women on motorcycles, you know, racing professionally. And she was one of the first right. to do you know, it. So it's kind of
2: But you know what? There is um a very large black and white motorcycle community of people in all different types of motorcycles. Cycles. Uh, Mm -hmm. my brother is one of those um, motorcycle buff people or whatever. He's not into Harley. Mm -hmm. He's into, I guess, I don't know what they're called, the newer brands or whatever. I don't know. But, you know, he's really into that. But there's a whole community of these people who love motorcycles. So I'm not surprised that, you know, eventually there will be more and more women getting into the stunt business on motorcycles, because there's, yeah, there's a lot. And people you wouldn't even think are into motorcycles, are into motorcycles. Yeah. You know, there's your your everyday people you, you know, probably are sitting at work with, and then they, you ask them, what are you going to do this weekend? And they say, hey, we're we taking the motorcycles up, you know, the whole full garb, you know? So that's wild. Right. But.
1: I just think it's sad, because I you know, know when bad. I watch the movie, when I watch the movie and I see that part, you know, if they, if mm-hmm. they. You know, stick with the same scene. I mean, I know that's the part where she got killed when they ran into the glass building or whatever. But
2: yeah, and I'm, that's a good point. Will they stick with that? Will they keep that in, or you know, or will they change it up a little bit? Because yeah, we'll all be thinking about that. Yeah.
1: Mhm.
2: Well, um, in other news, a oh, kind of a win for Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift. Um, if you guys have heard about it, I talked about it um before. A DJ um had been well, she was suing a DJ for sexual assault. Um it was you know, it, just a regular guy. Actually he's, he's from, you know, the Michigan area. Um and his name is Mueller. And he what what happened with Mueller. him is he took a picture yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> His name is David Mueller. But anyway, he took a picture <laughs> with um, Taylor Swift, probably the worst thing he ever did, um, actually. And he, actually, it, and what's so funny about it is that he wasn't even supposed to be in the picture. Um, it was kind of a, you know, what I think he was a, it was a friend of a friend who was also in the picture, and I guess she kind of motioned for him to come over or whatever, you know, to get in the picture with Taylor, you know. So he did, and big mistake. So he got into the picture, and it looks like his hand is on her butt. And this is, this is what she's saying. She's saying, she says that he actually put his bare hand under her dress and, you know, just kind of went to town while they were taking the picture. So she was groped and molested right there as the picture was being taken. Uh-huh. And um, what's interesting is that her bodyguard, Said that he witnessed the whole thing. I'm like, then where the fuck were you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that you were witnessing this and you didn't do anything about it. But anyway, they were in court. It's been, this has been a few years going, okay? But it ended today. They were in court and she won. She won the case um, against this poor man. Um, well, I say poor man. We don't know. He he definitely says that he is completely innocent. That this never happened. Um, but the jury ruled, you know, against him. And luckily, I guess, quote, unquote, for him, um, he was only charged one dollar. Taylor Swift decided to sue because you have to sue for something. So he sued, she sued for just a dollar. She did not want to sue uh-huh. for, you know, the hundreds of thousands of dollars that originally she was going to and that she was going to donate, you know, the money. But she decided uh-huh. um, to switch it to a dollar and then that she would donate her own money later. Not that she needs the money. I mean, the girl is worth 300 million, dollars, so she's, she's good. But she, just, she said she just wanted to make a point that the purpose was to charge him, not to sue him. So. But um, she won. You know, I mean, I mean, I did hear, I remember, like I said, he's from the Detroit area, so he was on the local radio station. Uh, a few years back, and talking about this, and, you know, he was really, like, look, I didn't do this. I mean, he sounded convincing enough. He didn't sound like a creep or anything, but, you know, and, you know, I'm very, very, you know, in tune with that kind of a thing. But, I don't know, when I listened to him, I was like, well, you know, it was just one of those things. He took a picture, his hand was in the wrong place, maybe, you know, I don't know. But she seems to really believe that it happened, and so, and so, did, so did the jury. They believe that it happened too. He tried to sue her for three million dollars because he can't get a job as a DJ. He's a radio yeah. DJ. He can't get a job anywhere, you know. Um, so, you know. So there it is. So she won. So that's good for her. Um,
1: you know, read I heard about uh,
2: all this on my site.
1: i was gonna say I heard her bodyguard say that he didn't respond because. Taylor said he had been too mean to people as of late, so that's why he was, you know, laying low, so to speak, even though that would, in my opinion, that would have been the main time to be mean. Right. But uh, I (laughs) I saw the photo, and dude's hand is missing. I mean, the photo doesn't look good. Now, of course, you could have easily, you know, captured his hand as he was removing it, and maybe he was dropping it low. You know, a picture doesn't always show the whole thing, but looking right. at the picture, he looks guilty of sin, <laughs> you know. Well,
2: they, they see, the thing and, is, you can't see what she claims. But I really don't think, personally, I mean, I really don't think that she would go through all of this, I mean, years of back-and-forth court Having to um testify all of this just to and you know she of course she wasn't doing it for money, just to make a point i mean i, I mean just to get back at him and right. she, just some random guy I mean she didn't know him they weren't she, he wasn't a part of her crew or her life or anything like that, so why would she do that? you know because she could have easily just let it go like, you know these these things happen It's a rumor for a while, it's horrible, and then you know it goes away but she didn't let it go, so yeah, it kind of, you know, it kind of leans to maybe something did happen, very, very bad and inappropriate, that um, she obviously needed to go forward with it. So, so it's really sad, but it's yeah. good, you know, that something came out of it. As far as that's concerned, she's vindicated, but of course, it's, it's really sad, you know, for him because you know that's the end of his career. But hey, this is America; you can freaking start over. And speaking of America. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know what happened um in Charlottesville um just a few nights ago um or days ago, whatever. This is just horrible. I mean, I don't even have to go over everything. I think um first of all, we know that it was um this is a, a white nationalist rally that was basically they were there to in Charlottesville they were there to protest against Robert E. Lee's um, statue coming down. Uh, And I guess I am not sure on the facts of how many statues are actually slated to come down, but anyway, this Mm -hmm. particular one, I think it was one of the first ones, so they were there. Um, She got out of hand, (laughs) of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, someone was killed, and, you know, uh, one lady was, Killed by being ran over 20 plus People were injured um, By this And as we all know If you've turned on a television You know The guy was caught um, Some 20 year old uh, Just and all of that But the biggest story out of this Outside of unfortunately this young lady Losing her life Is Donald Trump Donald Trump. Now I don't know. I mean, okay, first of all, he came out in the beginning and said nothing. Just basically, first he didn't hardly say anything, and then and then when he did come out and say something, it was so ridiculous. Like, well, it's your fault too. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's you know, everybody's everybody's fault. And then he comes back when there was a backlash that everybody just went crazy on his ass, even his own people, which they are mounting more and more. Republicans can't stand his ass. They're finally fucking waking up. And they tell him, you have to denounce. And, I mean, so many people came out. I mean, the best one, I think it was the, um was it, the Virginian um, governor. Oh, my God. I, I put that video on um, my Facebook or Get Crystallized, and it was just, and, of course, my Twitter, my Twitter account, died. You don't need to be there. Crystal show. Check it out. <laughs> but the... Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, the Twitter account. I mean, I, I put that on there as well. But the thing is, people were saying, "We denounce this. This is not right. This cannot happen." Then, I don't. Did anybody catch his um, Donald Trump's latest um, speech that he made just today? Did, anyone,
0: did you catch that? I think yeah. I saw most of it. Uh-huh. I, I, okay. I didn't watch that. Gar- I didn't watch that garbage. Okay, well,
2: you would be pissed off. You would be pissed off even garbage. more than you are right now. Because this shit, I'm going to say this, and so then I'll let you guys go. But this shit, um, this motherfucker. Okay, first of all, okay, yes, he denounced white nationalism, not neo-Nazis. He said that several times again, which I'm like, okay, yes, great, thank you. But he kept saying, yeah, but it's both on both sides. He just kept saying that over it, you know, like uh-huh. in, in his demeanor. Was angry. He was so angry. Like, you know, how dare you even touch these guys or say anything bad about these guys? I mean, because they're doing it too. Racism is a is a two way street. All this shit. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, I'm like, where? Who has a gun? <laughs>
1: Damn!
2: All these guns in America, and ain't none of them pointed at him. So anyway, <laughs> this is just is just been. He's a of course, he continues to blame the media, all of that. It's just been horrible. I don't even know where in the world we can go from here. The one thing is that the first they were going to go to Texas A.M. They're going to continue their little rallies to Texas A.M., but, you know, why they even accepted them in the first place, but they um, canceled that. So they're not going on 9-11 of all days, but... This is just getting so out of hand. I'm like, screw North Korea. We need to be worried about this shit that's happening right Local here. Heroes. And I swear, I wish I had been able, I didn't have time today, but I wish I had been able to grab the little shot of Malcolm X saying about the hens in the house. or <laughs> You put a powder keg in the house, and the house explodes. I don't even know the exact um, phrasing, but... He did it. I mean, I mean, he made it. I wish I had been able to do that, and that's because I that would have be been perfect saying for right now. But anyway, guys, please go to net for all of the up-to-date headline news and celebrity news because it is coming, and no matter where you go, it's coming at you. But I try to put in a little commentary here and there just for good measure. Back to you, Q. Right, well, before we go
1: back, I um I did want to comment on this whole mm-hmm. incident, and I mean, right now America is just unsupervised right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, doubt. Yeah. no doubt, no doubt. That's perfect word the perfect word for it. That's yeah, perfect. yeah. It's just, it's just bad. I mean, uh, everything, anything goes right about now. And then we do have a lot to worry about here, rather than mm-hmm. trying to uh, have a pissing contest with North Korea. But this thing in Charlottesville, Virginia... Yeah, I'm sure he's um,
2: just watching and laughing right about now.
1: Right. Um, This incident... I'm I'm not going to... I'm a full believer of being fair. Okay, so Mm -hmm. if these people want to protest and say white lives matter and all that good stuff, then yes, they should be allowed to do it. However, I do expect... The same type of police presence there that I do at these Black Lives Matter rallies, right? Um, yeah. Because I don't. There were no police there, and someone said there are no police there. Just the, the same reason why there's no. Um, you never see Superman and Clark Kent in the same room because the police were marching <laughs> with the white nationalists. That's great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: I like
1: but that. uh. I thought they were I mean, there. There you, weren't.
2: I thought there were police
1: there. I don't know. I, I heard that the police presence was a little different, and because that fight—I mean, when that fight was going on—I didn't see any cops for a well, minute. Well, the police were fighting pretty, too. You know, oh, maybe they were in there too. I don't know.
2: I thought, I thought very uh, sure they were keeping people away. I mean, people, it was just a—it was just a madhouse because they just shit. those little the little white motherfuckers went crazy. <laughs>
1: For all the people well, I mean, that said that racism would die off when everybody got old, all these old people, I mean, you see no, right they now. they
2: having kids.
1: <laughs> right. This dude that drove yeah. into the crowd was 20 years old, you know? Right. And, yeah. he can't, and he can't afford an attorney. And then, from what I understand, the attorney, the public defender that they assigned to him, um, the was is a relative I think of someone who got injured or something. So I don't know how that's gonna go. But uh,
2: Well, it's probably gonna be him. Yeah, he's probably not gonna he's gonna find somebody else. because um, that's a conflict of interest, I'm sure. Unless but then um I'm sure else. you
1: all have seen the picture of the little baby clansman uh playing with the policeman's shield, the black policeman's uh, riot gear. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's it's so- like it's such a powerful picture because you're looking at this little this little kid and this kid doesn't have a chance. You know, he's growing up in foolishness, and at some yeah. point, you know that cop's kid might be cracking that little clansman on the head. You know, so it's 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 just craziness. This country is out of control, and even though I, I, there's a good thing and a bad thing as far as the attention to Trump because I didn't like how mm-hmm. the media's sole focus was talking about Trump didn't denounce the supremacist, okay, because I thought that took away from what happened. Kind of like Colin Kaepernick. Everybody started talking about the national anthem and not talking about why he took a knee in the first place. You know? Right, yeah. And now everybody's sure. like, Trump, you got to denounce it. And then he finally denounces it, and it's not what everyone wants. So now well, it was still too late focus that on that, and my thing, yeah, yeah, it was too late. And my thing is, you, you, I mean, he has a track record. You should already know where he lies. So I don't see why it's yeah, important yeah. in the first place. You know, people should yeah. focus on what happened, and all these, you know, and this loser who drove through twenty people. You yeah. know, and I'm sorry, Buck. I, I know you're
0: going to say something. Go ahead. Uh, just the bottom line of it is, I mean, with. I mean now that you see the Republican Republicans starting to make that change as far as you know they they know this guy's an idiot, and then you know him not denouncing the Klan at first, and then all of a sudden coming back the next day trying to denounce them, um, I just I mean obviously right now, like you said earlier, that you know you know no, we, we don't have a leader, and I think you know I think the the powers that be are going to get him out of here. And that way we can take take control of our country because right now I mean any, I mean any given day some bad shit could happen, and the reason why is because we have no order this um, cabinet is his cabinet is whack he's getting rid of people every every other day he's going down to Largo almost every week weekend because you know he can't take the pressure you know the best thing to do I mean I think we need to contact our you know, the people that in our state, local government, you know, our congressmen and senators and say we can't vote this clown out of here. And that way we can kinda of take control of our country and get things put back, you know, get things going in the right direction. Because right now we are the laughing stock of the world. And it's exactly just sad to see it.
2: Exactly.
0: So this I mean, this is the the very definition of a cluster flow.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean it's unfortunate It's unfortunate,
1: unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate, unfortunate I mean. as far as everything that's going on Because like I said You have a, um, a A guy A president who is more focused on What People are saying about him Or how he looks I guess to I mean he's looking at everything like a business Even though Right there aren't right. There aren't enough white supremacists to make or break his next election. He's still looking at them as okay, these are voters, and I need to appease them as well. so you know, I made denounce you know what? I'm also to be like, well, look at these people, or look at what they did. you know
2: if he had have immediately had an emotional reaction of like everybody else. <laughs> just off the cuff, not reading a script, just, I mean, you don't even need to read a script that says the neo-Nazis should not be allowed to do this or, you know, you that's not, you don't have to read a script for that if it's, it's inside of you, you know, if you are angry and, and frustrated and hurt by what you just witnessed. And if he had have done that immediately, then we would have said, oh, okay, well, then that kind of means something, just means something. Uh, maybe he's not such a son of a bitch. And if he hadn't said, I don't care who you voted for, I don't agree with you, and you shouldn't have voted for me if you think I believe in this. If he hadn't mm-hmm. done that, you know how many other voters that probably hated him, like, you know, us. everybody, well, at least me, um, <laughs> then they would have immediately went, okay, okay, wait a minute. All right. Let's see. Maybe this Guy does have a soul. You know, he's just just too stupid to show it. So, but he didn't do that. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's all about what you didn't do. And then to, I just cannot, I can't, I can't, I can't. You know, just like I think Buck was saying, I I had to stop. I couldn't keep watching this shit. I just, I I think I started watching cartoons. That's how far gone I was. I mean, I can't even watch anything of any reality whatsoever anymore. It's just crazy. And I, I was hope, you know, I was actually glad that Kim Kardashian came up on the feed. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on with Kim Kardashian? Oh, okay, so, so mm-hmm. I talking to her about her new makeup brand. Oh, I leave Kim alone. I mean, I was, just, <laughs> I was like, thank That's you. That's bad now. when you're pregnant.
1: Well, but that wasn't to see enough. I
2: needed more. I needed more Kardashian or something. But nothing everybody kept dying all around me. I was like, hell oh, no, stop it. I need more fluff. So anyway. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I just hope that people focus on what actually happened. And, you know, Trump is who he is. He's going to pander to everyone. Um, I mean, someone once called him, I think, a snake oil salesman and I think someone called him that. But it seems to apply.
2: Oh you my know, god. I mean, this Speaking this of snake spoils has, has anyone watched The Founder? Who? With Michael Keaton. The Founder no. with Michael Keaton. About the um uh-uh. the
0: story. Have
2: uh-uh. you watched the book?
0: No, I haven't seen
2: oh. it yet. Oh my god. I watched I just watched this movie. It literally Made me cry. It literally made me cry, cry and just pain. (laughs) And it it is a, you should watch it, it's a movie really about America and how America takes the little man and just beats him to death and just, you know, shits in his goddamn corpse. I mean, it is an amazing movie about in a reality movie which is also so horrible but it's a really good movie and i thought michael keaton did a really good job in this movie but it's it's about the little guy (laughs) and how the corporation so and not only just how it happened but the um idea the ideas of how it's structured how it happened you know you know how it all came together it's just, it was a sad movie, but it was a really eye-opening movie. But it actually, when I watched it earlier today, I, um, I said, this is what's happening right now. This is Donald Trump. Or this is like a, a kind of a Donald Trump person, the guy, you know, in the movie. It's just it's really interesting. So when you think about, yeah, you know, oil salesmen, uh, corporations itself, how things come to be, it's just... So when you want to think about capitalism? This is what this movie really was about—capitalism, corporations. Yeah. So anyway,
0: let check but, it out. It's mean, people... Did this move? Did this movie just come out or? Oh
2: no! It, it's it's been out. It's on now. It's on Netflix. Okay,
0: so, I yeah, to check out. It What's the name out of it
2: like, again? I think last year, Founder.
0: Okay, Founders. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: So, but um, really I bad. just think people just need to recognize.
0: I'll never that. look
2: at a Big Mac the same way again.
0: <laughs>
2: so, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> I I, um, I just I think won't. that people need to realize that Trump, Trump, you know he he may in, incite some things by his actions and his demeanor. His demeanor, but I don't really think he's the problem. I think it's the people we work with every day. Uh, people we pass by on the streets every day who we really need to have some type of discussion with. It, it, it's to the point now, you have people who are not only marching, but they're marching without hoods. You know, They're like, I don't care. You, know, you can see my face. This is who I am. Now, of course, some of them lost their jobs behind it because there were black people taking their pictures and putting it on Twitter. And if you recognize right. them for this good. employers Glad that I thought was hilarious yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, there are people who are just bold, you know And I mean, it's, it's to the point now that you're going to see a lot more clashes in the streets And things of that nature Right now, Michael Moore is on Facebook Live in front of Trump Tower You know, so that people <laughs> out there... Are, Bumping one around guy. and yelling. So, <laughs> so one guy. Oh, who's going to come along? And, you know, I mean, there's a crowd gathering there. So, what's going to become of that? Um, we'll have to see. But uh, anyway, but yeah, thanks, Crystal. You might do your little closing again. but Where people can go to get crystallized.
2: Oh, oh, you wanted me to say
1: something
2: Okay um, yeah go to net for all of the headline news and celebrity gossip. Thank you.
1: All right, thank you very much.
2: <laughs> yeah, <there we> <laughs>
1: All right, thank you very much for that. I always look forward to yeah. that weekly. You do so much a better, so much better job than I do. Because <laughs> I'll be like, uh, yeah. So uh, we are getting crystallized, <laughs> and This happened today, and uh, Crystal talked about on her <laughs> website. You know, peace. <laughs> I'm out.
2: Okay, good Good job. Good job. Pierre. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, you know what?
2: I, I do enjoy doing this. You know I do. And if I'm not here, it's because I am bedridden, which I have been. And it's my own goddamn fault, so whatever. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I was sick a couple of the last two times. You know, it's like, oh, my God, this is stupid. good. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: but, Glad to have you back.
2: Thank you. All right, so I we'll move on, on to him. the main
1: topic. You know, can you have a relationship <laughs> with the rebound? Is the first person you date after a breakup always a fluffer for someone else? You know, just a filler to take your mind off your ex before you start preparing your mind to find your next. So what we'll discuss tonight is, you know, what the, what's the significance of the rebound? Um, do we take the wrong approach to the person after the ex and end up missing out on something good uh, just because we want a distraction? Yada, yada, yada. So let's jump into that. this and... Um, Crystal, i start with you. You break up with your ex. Let's first determine, um, I guess, what may make a person a rebound. Does the amount of time it takes to get with someone else determine if that next person is a rebound or not? Like, Say, for example, you break up with your ex on the 1st and you got somebody on the 10th, would you consider that person a rebound as opposed to someone you may meet three or four months later?
2: Um, I guess it could be, but I really don't think time is um, is the real factor here when it comes to the difference between a rebound and maybe a new relationship. So to just answer that question,
1: no. I don't think it really has anything to do with it. Okay. And, Buck, what do you think? How much does time play a factor in determining if the next person you get with is actually a rebound or something real?
0: Well, I mean, you have to. I mean, you really can't go into another relationship and be in and uh, you know looking. You know, you can't. You know, slump bust or whatever you want to call it. You know, you, if you're going into a relationship, it should be something serious. It shouldn't be. You know, you shouldn't be looking just for a rebound in the first place. So, you know, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna go into a relationship with another person, you shouldn't even think about that. That it you ask me personally to just move forward you know you really need to get you know i don't know if really time's an issue everybody's different so you know some people can you know they break up with one person and get back you know get with somebody else the very next day or shoot some of them even sooner than that but it just depends on the person themselves and you know what they're accustomed to doing after a breakup
1: okay so, Crystal, I mean, after you have a bad breakup with an ex, um, should you look for a rebound? Is that a good idea? Or should you just get over your ex and then go after someone with maybe long-term material?
2: Well, well you know, the old adage, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody.
1: Hello. But, um, <laughs>
2: I think that, um, I think a lot of times those people that you are saying are just rebounds, um, well, they were already there in the first place, especially with women, I think, more so, maybe more so than men, or either way, I think, really. There's always somebody waiting in the wings, okay. Um, there could be an ex before the ex, you know, So because ex-sex is always the best. In these situations Because mm. you've already been with them You know, you don't have to talk You know, you don't have to I already know you, you know me I don't want to be with you, you don't want to be with me We know why, okay So we could just have sex <laughs> you know, We could just go, go through all of that So if it's that kind of situation Then yeah, it's kind of a rebound I guess But it's not really a rebound um, It's just sex But those, a lot of times those people are already Waiting in the wings anyway Um, So you just, you know, you just do it. Um, Is it the best way? Um, Maybe. It depends on, I guess what Buck was saying, it depends on you. It depends on how you cope. It depends on what happened in the relationship and it depends on what type of relationship this was. Was Is it a marriage? Uh, Is it a boyfriend and girlfriend? How long were you together? Um, Because, you know, I tend to need time to grieve a little bit before I you know, get back on the saddle, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. um, I am, when I look at this guy, this new guy or this other person, I'm only thinking about a guy I really want to be with, and if it's so fresh like that, then I'm not really interested, you know, quite frankly. I just want to deal with this, because actually, you know, I think a lot of times you may be thinking about, well, how can I fix
0: this? You
2: know, and so right. you're still focused on the other person, so you may not even want to do it. But if you do, like you get really drunk, you know, of course, then you may have sex <laughs> with just whoever.
1: Well, let me A ask you this. Nice, you Nice, warm body. Insecure? Um,
2: I watched it before it became Insecure, um, but I haven't watched the actual new stuff, no.
1: Oh. Well, I don't know if you've heard what they've been talking about recently, but do um. Do women have a what they call a hoe phase that they go through after a breakup?
2: Yes, I did. Um, when I was when I was in college, I went on a kind of a, a revenge sex thing after a uh-huh. relationship in that I was very much in love with this person, and um, I just started just having sex with a vengeance, and I didn't I, I, I didn't want a relationship, and I made it very clear. I became a, a male player, basically. I, I was Eminem. It's time to get crystallized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was basically Eminem without the hose. Yeah, I was just, but I, but I was doing it because Nine, ten, I, don't was, screw. I was. Screwing is cool. Yeah screwing is cool, especially, and I have specific guys. It wouldn't just be any guy, not just any guy. It would be a particular type of guy. You have to be fine as hell, confident over the top, and those are the kind of guys who idiotically tend to come after me. So it was beautiful, you know, watching their bubble burst. It was a a beautiful thing. It was beautiful. But anyway, yeah, I did.
1: (laughs) Okay, Okay. so that is a real thing. Oh, this is the a real thing. I was just checking. <laughs> Can't be the real all right. thing. <laughs> all right, so, Buck, let me ask you this because this is something guys tend to do. If you're looking for someone new who looks better than your ex,
0: then are you really over your ex? Ooh, depend You know, that you probably not, in all honesty. In in retrospect, shouldn't you be looking for somebody better than what you had in the first place? Because if you had a lot of problems with the one that you just broke up with, wouldn't you? Don't you want to have somebody better? You don't want to, you know, you know, go back. You want to, you know, you don't want to go back. You know, get somebody worse than what what you had. You want to get somebody better than what you had. So, but better looking. I mean, I don't, when you specifically looking for someone who well, looks better. I know for I know for me, I'm looking for I'm not just looking at looks. Looks are very important, but at the same time I'm looking for personality because if the per I mean, personality has a lot to do with the way you look. So if your personality's fucked up, then you're probably fucked up anyway regardless of how good you look. So um, you know, I, I'm looking for somebody that got some personality. You've got to be you know, not just looking good. Your personality's got to be good too. So, you know, I'm I'm looking for somebody that's better all the way around, not just beautiful. You know, it's got to be the total package.
1: Okay, what do you think about it, Crystal? Because like you know, you break as a guy, you break up with somebody, you can't just roll back out with some swamp donkey. I mean, you got to have something that looks decent. But do women think that way too? (laughs) I mean, you know, if if a woman has a good looking ex, does she gotta find one that looks better? Even if he's just a rebound dude?
2: <laughs> um Swamp. I never thought about that, actually. Because I, I have a type so I tend to go after the same type of guys. Um so yeah, I never really thought about. Yeah. No. Um I mean maybe maybe women do think about some women do, but uh, uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I think that if I was, I, I don't know. No, cause, no, I have the same type, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't really, as long as he's a jackass and I don't have to deal with him. Yeah, that's great. I mean, um, I think that women think more, probably more on a, a man giving her things. Like, you can say, oh, well, he's taking me here, and your ass didn't. You know, broke ass and taking me nowhere, but he is, and I'm in his car, I see that. You know, I think it's more of that kind of thing, um, because I don't think men would really respond too much to, oh, he looks better than me. I mean, what is that? You know, who cares? <laughs> but they may respond to, he has a better car, he has a better job, or he has a, I don't know. I think that would probably be something that would nag at him a little bit, you know. And younger, yeah. Yeah, definitely younger. That's That's what I was thinking. Women or men, I I think you want to go younger. Or go be with a... Okay, maybe. Maybe you want to be with... If you're trying to stick it to (laughs) him, then you would find something that is something he always wanted to be. Let's say...
1: Yeah.
0: He
2: always thought he wanted to be... He works out a little bit, but he still has a belly, so you find the... Find his trainer You know and go out with him Or something mm-hmm. Parade him around for a little bit or
1: whatever I don't
2: know So <laughs> okay, okay
1: And um I think that I mean Going younger I guess if you're, if you're a guy Looking to try to stick it to your ex If you go younger Um Like, you know, I'm in my 40s, then that would probably be something that she wouldn't notice. But, I mean, if you're really doing that with the intent of your ex seeing you with this younger person or better-looking person, you're not over them. You are not over them. That's just how I look at it. Because you're not going to care what they're doing or what you're doing, you know, or they're not going to care what you're doing if you're looking for happiness, you know. So, but all right. So, Buck, let's say you do have a rebound lady, all right, someone that you connected with a couple of months after a breakup. Is this someone you only call when you're sad and just want sex,
0: or is this someone you have everyday contact with? Well, I mean, for me, I'm I'm looking for somebody that I can have everyday contact with. I mean, every I'm, everybody's different, so you know that answer is, you know may be different for others, but for me, you know, once you move on from a relationship, then you know I'm looking for somebody that you know every, some you know everybody has their own set of rules, so to speak. Some people say, hey, you need you know like Crystal said earlier, you need a little time to grieve, so to speak, so you can kind of you know get yourself back in the groove. Even that can change with the person. Sometimes it could be you can be quick and you can get, you know, get with somebody the very next day or, or what have you, while other times it may take you two or three months or six months before you, you know, get back in the saddle and, you know, grab the reins and go for it. So, I mean, that's really, everybody's a little bit different when it comes to that, and it depends on the severity of the breakup, too. Um, if the breakup was really, really bad, um, you know, it may t- it may take you a little time to get over it. And if you have any common sense, you really don't want to take any baggage into the new relationship because you don't want to deprive yourself of a great human experience because you never know when that that one comes. So the last thing you want to do is take any baggage from a previous relationship into a new relationship because it could really, you know, that could have been the one, so to speak, and you always, you know, run around with a little bit of regret, if you know, if things don't work out. And you realize after the fact that that person was really the one you really should have been with. So, I mean, that, you know, that really depends on, you know, some some factors from the previous re- relationship, whether, you know, whether that, you know, the new, you take that into your new one or not, which you should, so. All right. All right.
1: And um, let's see, Crystal. What do you think? If you have a rebound partner, is that someone you only want to call when you need sex or some sort of attention, or is it someone you think you would speak with on a daily basis?
2: Nope. Um, just somebody to have sex with. No daily. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Because then you're, you're. Yeah, I don't need to talk to you. What I'm talking to you for? Sex. Your rebound. I'm just. I'm getting over. If I want to talk to somebody. I talk to my man. <laughs> the one I'm trying to get back <laughs> with. I'm not. I'm not talking. <laughs> I want to talk to you for. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you
1: know. Come on. You know the deal. You know what this is about. So, don't get it twisted. So, do you even recommend? <laughs> do you even recommend rebound? Uh, rebound partner? Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's
2: what you're into. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, just someone to help you through so you're not going crazy, you not slashing tires. You know, you're just someone you can be with and just chill, take the edge off, you know, make you feel good, make remind you that you're still beautiful, all that kind of stuff. Um, It's probably not a good idea. This is a fine line here. It's not a good idea that, you know, remember I was saying about the one who was probably always around already, you know, that friend who wants yeah. to be more than friends, who just up her hand, kind of shit. And so you sleep with him, bad moves, bad, bad moves, rookie moves. You know, you don't want to do that because he's been sitting there waiting for this relationship to break up, or girl waiting for the relationship to break up. Um, and then it finally does, and then you throw on some, and it's like, oh, my God, their whole life has been changed, and now they're totally into you, and that's this whole daily thing. Oh, hell no. Whoa. (laughs) So that's why it has to be just some random guy, you know, like the guy at the gym, those are perfect guys. Those guys are great because they just, it's just sex for them anyway. You know, just think of your asshole guys you know, that you probably wouldn't normally go out with. That's who I'm talking about. Those are the perfect guys. Because they don't want anything with you anyway. Sometimes that backfires, too. That's happened to me once this time. But, um, yeah, you don't don't want anything real right now. You just want to chill. Because guess what's going to happen? Your man is going to come back. He's going to be like, okay, I was stupid. It may take him a month or so to do it, but he'll do it, okay? And then you'll be all (laughs) into this new relationship. I mean, anyway, there's another breakup. So, you
1: know, hmm. just have
2: sex and kill, going to you know, Maybe. okay, All
1: right. And so, yeah. Buck, do you think you could recognize if you were the rebound dude? Yes, I do. Yeah, I can Looking
0: recognize. Like to, um, I mean. <laughs> I would, uh, would I like to expound uh, on that?
2: Expound, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, there. I mean, you could, you know. I mean, a lot of times when you, I won't, I won't mention her name, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, a lot of times, I mean, sometimes you're in in a different part of of, of life, and you know the other person is coming out of a relationship. And since you're in a different part of life, you're looking for more than what that person is looking for, regardless to how much communication that you put out there for that person to say, look, you know, there's no pressure, what, what have you. Um, and, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes when you're in the clouds, you don't, you don't see certain things uhhuh but then you know then after you know after you start you know checking things out you know seeing certain things and so, you know things of that nature then you realize and understand that hey look you know maybe you know that person is not ready to commit maybe you know maybe you just rebound and they just you know they're going they're going to bounce and you know do what they want to do and I mean you you realize and understand that you know after the fact but um you know that also that also, you know, you you stock that in your memory bank, so that way, you know, you know what's going on. Sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes people are not very clear, and you have to evaluate the situation. So, but you learn from those. So that way you don't make that mistake, you know, in your relationship, or, you know, if if you're coming out of a relationship, you don't want to have a rebound, you know, you want to be fair to the other person. You know, you don't want to, you know, there's really no right or wrong way to break up with somebody. So you don't, you know, for, as far as rebounds go. So, you know, you try to, you know, you try to do the right thing. At least I do. So, you know, everybody doesn't think that way, but I try to think about the other person's feelings because, you know, you you don't want to, you know, mess somebody up for somebody else. At least that's the way I think. Everybody ain't like that, so. Okay. Uh, Crystal, what do
1: you think? You think you can recognize being the, um, that someone is using you as the rebound?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what guys do all the time anyway. I mean, (laughs) if you're not his girlfriend, you know, (laughs) then that's probably what you are or booty call or whatever. I mean, um, I think you can, but you hope. I think sometimes, especially with women, you know, we tend to hope that we can be the one that turns it all around um, and all that. So we don't want to think that, but, yeah. I think everybody kind of knows that, you know, they're not the one that this guy or girl is probably using them. Um, that's why you got to be all open. you got to be open. you got to let people know what's going on the best thing.
1: Communication. Imagine that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that uh, people look at rebounds differently. Some people think it's a necessity. Other people think it's just something that kind of happens and you know, you get over your situation. Uh, like Crystal said, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else and, you kind of move on that way. Uh, I personally don't think rebounds are necessary, but I do see how they're helpful. Now, me personally, um, if I'm if I go through a breakup, then if the next person I meet I happen to like them, then I'm okay with moving on and dating that person and not treating them as a rebound. If I think they're someone who has some long term potential, but I do you know some people like you know, like Crystal said, she has a, a type that she would seek out like a lion on the Serengeti looking for a disabled antelope. And <laughs> she would find that person to, you know, satisfy her needs and get help her get over, well, not get over, help her pass the time until dude came back. Uh, so, I mean, it just depends on, on what you're looking for. But I can kind of see how it can it can be something that's beneficial. The thing about it is I started thinking. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, have I ever been the rebound dude? And thinking back over my relationships in life, I don't think that I have. But you you never really know. I mean, I can think of one or two situations after I first moved out of my parents' house where I had some women who kind of just came and went on a um, you know, kind of came and went pretty fast Within a matter of weeks And I wonder if that's what that was If I was just the rebound dude Because here it is, I'm thinking I'm just a big You know, a big pimp and a big player And everything, and I got women coming in and Out of my house, but I'm like You know what, they might have just been using me Instead, so I mean, I think back on it, I'm not 100% sure But uh, I don't know, I mean, sometimes I do Sometimes it's probably it's all right to be a rebound dude, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, you're I guess still it's getting laid. In perspective. Say what?
2: So you're still getting laid.
1: Right, right, right. Don't worry, don't worry about the why. Just enjoy. Exactly. Who cares about the details?
2: <laughs> exactly. The, the devil details? is there anyway. The devils in the details.
1: Exactly. See, you you <laughs> feel me? You feel me? <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: so I, I just think that uh, it's just a conversation that came up recently that made me to made me wonder about it and see what other people thought and their perspective on it and if they thought it was necessary or not. Uh, and you know, sometimes, like I said, I think that it is. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Just to have some type of distraction for the opposite from the opposite sex. All right, so um, let's see. Next week, I don't know what I want to discuss next week. And I was thinking about discussing side pieces because something I've come to realize over the last, I don't know, let's say six months to a year, is that one time, you know, we've always heard people say, a side piece doesn't know their their place now, all right? They're always looking for promotions, yada, yada, yada. But I've encountered some situations where I kind of understand why the side piece thought they deserved a promotion because you have some dudes who they kind of lay it on a little thick. all right? It's one thing. You have a woman, she's agreed to have sex with you, You won, all right? Stop right there. But you have some guys who, like, talk about their problems at home. They're not happy with their their significant other or whatever, or they start vibing with the side chick, you know? Now you're going out on date. Now you're holding hands, looking in the moonlight and talking. And I think you kind of give her the perception that there is going to be more, you know? So that's something that... um, I've kind of talked about and, and witnessed a little bit as of late. I don't know. I might discuss it in the next week or so. I'm not sure, or we could be talking more, you know, what's going on in the United States next week, getting into some politics. I'm not sure. But in any event, T2Q will be back next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't think I'm going to do zone coverage this week, but um, I'll let you all know for sure tomorrow, but But uh, we'll go ahead and get into our final thoughts. And, Crystal, I will start with you. Okay. Well, good show. Um,
2: uh, Glad, like I said, glad to be back. Um, And regarding, you know, the rebound, I would just, you know, continue to say that really when it comes to someone who decides that they're going to be with the next person, um, when you meet somebody they and probably they're probably coming out of a bad relationship or just a relationship anyway and, and whether it's bad or not it, the break up is always hard you know even if it was something they wanted um sometimes people are actually in relationships and you don't realize that <laughs> you know, they're you know they're kind of doing the whole overlapping thing, but the main thing is. It's really all about that person. When you're coming out of a relationship, the best thing for you to do is just to give it some time uh, before you get back into a relationship. Even though I said that, yeah, the best people to get are the people who are assholes the jerks who doesn't want to be in a relationship anyway, but you can never count on that because you never know when you're going to you know, run into someone you know, who throws you for a loop. You know, even though you think that, hey, I'm just here for hit it and quit it or whatever, and then you find yourself deep into a serious relationship without even realizing or having serious feelings for someone. So it's best to kind of wait a minute and just chill. And You're doing yourself a favor, because even though you're getting what you want out of it, you're hurting someone else in the process, and you don't know if that hurt is going to turn into a crazy person and stalking you and something you don't want to deal with or just the fact that, oh, God, I hurt this person for absolutely no reason whatsoever when I clearly didn't want them, you know, so I mean, and that's going to stick with you too, even though, you know, you don't have that interaction so the best thing to do is just give us some time chill, make sure that that relationship is actually over because just because you break up doesn't mean that you're actually finished, either one of you are finished sure. with, the, with the relationship there may be things that you guys just need to get away from each other just to figure some shit out, because sometimes you need to do that um, and you can't do it until you get away from each other and, um, and then after that Maybe you, you come back together Which happens a lot actually People, they get away And they may get into other Quote unquote relationships Which are rebounds And then they get back together uh, Especially marriages Forget that, you know No one is separated Quote unquote That's bullshit um, So the thing is Is just to um, be alone for a minute Enjoy that shit Enjoy yourself Enjoy being with who Who the hell are you, you know. Get to know who you are. Get to know what you really want, you know, in in a relationship. And you need to do that alone first. No one wants to do that. Everybody's so afraid of being alone, afraid of being judged by other people. I think more so women than men. But, um, yeah, that's the best way. I mean, rebound is actually, it's, it's bad. No one wants to be the rebound. And, you know, you're really just wasting time. And you know, if you can't be alone for a few months or whatever, and something else is going on there, you're too needy. It's not you know, you're not strong enough. So you need to work on yourself. That's the only way mm-hmm. to have healthy relationships. So that's my take on that. Um, look forward to what you come up with next week. Um, but yeah.
1: Thank you very much, Mel. And Biggity Biggity book. Shut it down. But,
0: but. <laughs> okay.
1: Hilarious.
2: Damn.
0: Sorry, but I'm steady talking. And I'm stuck on mute. My bad. Yeah. Push the
2: button.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Hey, that hadn't happened. To oh, that. Shit. But anyway, um, great, great show. Um, but to start, start things off, we have, you know, we've gone backwards in this country, and, you know, we got backwards leadership, and we got back, backwoods type thinking. It's time for us to stand together as, as one, one people. Now, this is not something that's gonna happen overnight because we got so much damn division. Uh, you know, nobody can get along with one another. Um, but it's you know it's high time that we start. Um, you know, look how the governments run. I mean, it's like I said earlier, it's a clusterfuck. And we, you know, we as the people need to start looking at how you know we, you know, it's a wonder we haven't been blown out of the water already by somebody. So we need to take a stand to correct some of this ignorance that we got going on here. I mean, it's just. It's retarded. I mean, we got a retarded-ass president um, that just doesn't know how to lead. I mean, we've had other people before that, that, you know, didn't know how to lead, but they didn't do it like this. I mean, they put the right people around them, so therefore they can, you know, make things happen. This guy can't keep anybody around him long enough to help him. You know, you have to have great people around you to be a good president. And he can't keep people. So, you know, when your own party is starting to look, you know, look down on you, I mean, there's only a matter of time before he's not in there. So, in the meantime, what do we do about it? Well, what do we do about it is we come together as a people um, and stop, you know, not pay so much attention to all the negative stuff that's out there. Try to create positive lives, you know, in your daily lives every day um, and try to be nice to people, open doors to people, whatever it takes to be happy, um, to, you know, try to bring some unity in this country and, bring you know, bring us back to a, a common ground. Um, you know, that stuff that happened in Charlottesville over the weekend, just it's, it's just nuts. And, yeah, it starts a discussion, but we need to do more than just talk about it. We need to, you know, be about it and do something about it to make the necessary changes so we can be, you know, be able to live with one another on a day-to-day basis, so great show as always. Glad to have Crystal back on. Glad you're feeling better and you know, getting around good and those types of things. But thank. You. Other than that, everybody enjoy the yeah. rest of week.
1: Thank you very much, sir. And yes, we always miss Crystal.
0: So indeed.
1: All right. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you all Joining Participating in the struggle Black power <laughs> Nah, I look at it like this Um Things are just getting progressively Worse Like I said, this country is Unsupervised right now And we just have people just running them up For they can do whatever they want to do Uh, because we don't have daddy To get the belt anymore And, um I just think that the only way we can, I guess, get a hold of everything is like it's just to, you know, shut down down these, these, these rallies, first of all, and let people just come to the table some kind of way. I don't know. Organize some town hall meetings. Get people in an area where they can actually talk instead of yelling at each other. Let's see if that works, because right now what we're doing is not working, it's making things worse. Uh, So I don't know. I mean, that's just a suggestion. But we have to start somewhere because things are out of control, and it doesn't make any sense that people go out to try to represent something in some sort of protest only to have to worry about um, this new form of terrorism where people are driving cars through people now. I mean, that's like, you know, the new it-end thing. And so, you know, if you're marching, you can't be in the street because you got to worry about some nuts come plowing through you. So it's just a shame to state up the status of our country. We have a president who, I mean, I've made comments here and there, but overall I hadn't really said much about Donald Trump. I've just kind of just ignored him, but... I mean, this dude has essentially accomplished one thing in office, and that's assigning a Supreme Court justice. Aside from that, he really hasn't done anything other than travel down to Florida, you know, or go somewhere and play golf. And from from all accounts, it looks like his wife hates him. Um, his son is caught up in this whole mess with Russia. And there's so much going on that really makes you wish that, Um, You know, things would have been a little more up and up On the Democratic side As far as Bernie was concerned Or I guarantee you a bunch of Trump supporters right now are The last thing they're thinking about Are Hillary Clinton's emails and Benghazi Or whatever, I mean They would much rather have someone else in office, I'm sure So all we can do Is try to suffer through it I mean, shoot, it hasn't even been What, seven months? Or maybe it's been seven or eight months the dude hasn't made a year yet, and it feels like he's been in office for 12 years. Um,
2: I know. Yeah. So maybe what, what is it, 100 days? Is that what it, it just passed?
1: I think it's been 200 days, I think.
2: 200 days? No, Okay.
1: Or oh, 150 or something like that. I don't know. But, I mean, this guy is really, really wearing us out as far as what he's doing. And then he's like, they will see fire and fury amongst the lights. They, come on, dude. Really? (laughs) you're sitting with your arms folded like you're some type of, uh, you know, rebel without a a cause type of person. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just, I'm so worn down by him. And he talks about how he had to wait to get all the information and, everything before he condemned these uh white nationalists, but as soon as people started resigning from your cabinet, you were on Twitter talking about them fifty four minutes later. I'm like, dude, you don't wait on information. That's not what you do. You know, you're the same guy that talked about Obama was bugging bugging your office and all this other stuff. You just tweet what you don't like. And if you didn't like these white supremacists, then you would you would have tweeted about them. But you look at them as customers. So, therefore, you don't talk about it. So, it just is what it is. But, you know, it gives us things to talk about, but sometimes I wish I didn't have things to talk about because I've never been one to shy away from the news because it's depressing, but sometimes I have to admit it gets hard between, you know, 100 people getting shot in Chicago on a holiday weekend and... People driving over protesters and people getting killed. It makes it very hard to watch the news, and that's when you hear about something like um, Crystal spoke about on Good Crystal Lines a couple of months ago with Kendra Lamar buying a quadriplegic van
0: or helping
1: helping her trick out her van where it can accommodate her wheelchair and stuff like that. Man, we need more news like that. We really do because it's just hard dealing with this foolishness.
2: Well, Bruno Mars so, okay. gives you have a million dollars to Flint. Go Bruno. I love
1: Bruno. And Yeah, for the water, right, that we everyone has forgotten yeah. about. Yeah, exactly. It's
2: still going on. So, very much
1: so. I think that's pretty cool. But, yeah, you still have a city up there where people, you know, are having to deal with, with a water crisis. But we've forgotten about it because, you know, we got something else to talk about. and We no longer need to fill out that section of the news of the 24-hour news, which I hate 24-hour news. But uh, it's a shame. But all we can do is, well, all you can do as listeners, tune into this show, you get some current events, you hear from people giving their opinions. We're not experts, you know, just opinions. You also get a little entertainment for your troubles. And um, pass the, the day that way, you know, instead of hearing the same old talking heads yelling at each other on screen, like we do with CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News, who spent most of the day talking about North Korea instead of Charlotte. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so my thanks to thecrystalshow.com. My thanks to my show legends who joined me today. Go to talktoq.com, sign up for my email newsletter, and keep up with what's going on as far as when my next show is going to be and what we're going to discuss. And um, follow me on Twitter At Q. Everyone have a great night Peace out Hey what up Q What up Radio World
2: Let me thank you for having me on your show It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners
1: My name is Quincy And this is my show the Talk to Q radio show Carla, go ahead I was told that I was a man-eater I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships It's almost like posting a blog except I'm doing it live Now let me bring Amanda on the line, I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on?
2: Hey Q, hey everybody Does that make sense? I like that I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what
2: I
0: meant. <laughs> Follow Q guys. Thanks. Peace out.